the opinion line on Corks ninety six FM. Mike, good morning. What? Why is morning, one, one would assume that if you have a medical card, pretty much everything that ails you can be dealt with, but that's not the case. No, PJ, it's a, it's a contract we hold as independent subcontractors with the HSC from a 1970s contract. And it's essentially a very outmoded. It actually covers you legally for acute illness and repeat prescriptions. Now, again, ni- 1970s Ireland, PJ, was, was when the contract was drafted, uh, four years before I was born. Uh, life expectancy was 71. You know, the arms crisis, the Beatles had split up, Dana won the Eurovision. Um, you, you know, there was no such thing as blood tests, MRIs, there was no computers, there was no mobile phones, very few of us had landlines, very few of us had cars. So it's from a different era and it is an outmoded contract that is probably not fit for purpose. You know, so when you consider... Card, med- you're, you're, you're a doctor within the medical card system and the medical card system is older yeah. than you are. Oh yeah, it's wow. a, it's it's older than the vast majority of us, and I suppose for you know, and I think you know, everyone, I would hope to think that we would none of us would discriminate, but we are small business holders. I think our patients all deserve a, a local, accessible, safe, quick, evidence based, but appropriate GP service. Um, now. This isn't a kind of a HSC versus GPs thing. I think the HSC have been very good of recently. I think we're coming together in lots of things. But I think the HSC must understand too that they do pay us for certain services such as um, termination of pregnancy, palliative care, taking smears, immunizations. But but the one that kind of irked us a little bit was, I suppose, the pregnancy one where um, it's interesting, but for, for looking after a woman, her whole nine months of pregnancy, including her six-week visits, we get paid half what I do to terminate a pregnancy. Um, so, the, you know, I think women are certainly going to be disenfranchised by this. We get paid about €28 Euros for an antenatal visit, which is a pregnancy visit, which, unfortunately for GP, is, is probably loss-leading. It's uneconomical. Mm. Um, and I do think, you know, these I'm are sorry, very, Mike, very important you're not consultations. Allowed, you're not allowed, sorry to cut across you, you're not allowed to yeah. top up that, are you? No, that's so that's called a copay, uh, and that's illegal. We're not looking for copay. I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, you say, oh, it, it should be an extra 10 or 20. What we're looking for, I suppose, is an economical fee for pregnancy. But, but PG, again, even if you think back to 1970, since then, we're, we're kind of moving from an illness to a wellness model. So lots of the consultations I'll have today, HRT, bone health, menopause, contraception, they really didn't exist in 1970. Right. Okay, and if you think about it, they're they're quite detailed, complex consultations, you know, and and to do them in the old 10, 15 minute model doesn't do it justice. Um, and I certainly hear women's voices, you know, that oh my GP doesn't listen to you. We have capacity is a huge issue in general practice, and you know, I often feel patients are in competition with each other to get an appointment. You know, you have 25 appointments, 30 appointments in a day. When they're gone, they're gone. You squeeze in another five, you squeeze in another five. At what point does it become a little bit unsafe? You know, so I think the way with this is for the HSE to pay economically. That will attract more GPs, Mm. more GPs, more appointments, more choice, longer appointments, better skill mix, more competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's patient safety at the end of the day. So, and interesting some of the new HSE developments, such as chronic disease, COVID vaccinations, they're displacing our capacity for acute care. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I think it's interesting. I think again, women are more 
affected than males. I do think if males were pregnant, GPs would be paid more than 20 euros a visit. Um, you know, mm. it, it's... It, it, it certainly needs to be looked at. Yeah. Um, so and I think... Just, just take, take two examples yeah. of that list you just gave now. And again, this is just putting into perspective for people who who might think that once you have a medical card, everything is dealt with. So, so a woman coming to you on a medical card and will say you suspect she may have brittle bone or you sus- <coughs> or definitely she, she's struggling with her mental health. You'll see her on her medical card. Of course you will. But you we can, do and we don't charge is the reality. You get nothing. You yeah. get nothing for that. Yeah. But Peter, again, it's, you know, and there's, a, there's certainly going to be an answer pro bono. And these are our patients, whether they have or don't have medical cards. But at the end of the day, I mean, it, it needs to be a viable business model too as well. And if if everything was free, there would, there'd be no GP. So, yes. it, you know, and I do think it's, you know, I wouldn't, I think co-pay shouldn't happen. I think the HSE should fund the model. Mm. And if the HSE fund a model that we can spend 30 minutes with someone, well, then you know they're going to get a better consultation. Yeah. Um, so I remember the a story a couple of years ago, Mike, about people on a medical card where the doctor would take a blood test or a urine test or whatever and were charging a, a small fee on top. Is that what you mean by copay? And that is illegal, is it? No. No, no, a copay is when you charge for a consultation. No blood fees and, and extra tests again. I mean, they're so far gone from the contract. I think most of us now, due to things like IT and courier fees, would charge a nominal fee. I charge a tenner here. Yeah. But copay would be kind of billing, let's say, an extra 30 or 40 euros on top of a consultation to, to bring it up to an economical fee. We don't do that. We, yeah. we take it on the chin. Yeah. But PJ, at what you know, it, that wouldn't be a sustainable model for Tesco's. Yeah. Well, you know, no. Um, well, I'm looking at. I'm thinking of any of my listeners, and certainly most of them would be under fifty anyway. But I'm thinking, would anybody do a job uh, on a contract that was written up fifty years ago? Because that's exactly what you guys are being asked to do. Yes, it, it exactly is. The capitation, um, until very recently, I might ask you a question, PJ. So if we're looking after an eight-year-old, how much do I get paid a year? Oh, I've no An idea. eight-year-old boy. I have no idea. Uh, come on, have a, come on, play the game with me. Thousand euro? Yeah, so it was 43 euros two years ago. It's now up to 64 euros a year. And that's for unlimited visits, PJ. Okay. okay. Now that rises to a woman, let's say, of 24 to 134 euros a year. Right. So, BJ, unfortunately, what we're doing with people's lives is we're playing a numbers game. Okay. Um, now, again, for that, PJ, remember, I have to pay running costs, capital. I do get a little bit towards my staff. But, you know, the it's so outmoded, I think, and, and, and a little bit private practice is nearly supplementing public practice. Um, and the worry is that the guys below us, they're less likely to come in and open up a business and be an employer because it's not that attractive. You know, when you look at it, it's probably far better for them to take an assistant role. It makes absolutely no no financial sense at all. And particularly coming back again, if, if we can, to the women's conditions uh, or the, 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 yes. the, the, the menopause, for example, and we talk so much about it now and we'll be talking later about it in the programme again about HRT. Great, Men- great, menopause, great. Bone, yeah. bone health, which I understand can affect women uh, in their 30s so. to 40s yeah. and, and the early onset of, of um, brittle bone and stuff like that. None of that, none of that is covered. So you effectively are treating women, bringing them through their menopausal issues, bringing them through their bone health and their mental health issues for nothing. It's unsustainable. 
to the best of our ability, PJ. We're certainly learning, um, but that is a truism, you know. Um, it and, is and contraceptive the, consultations, Mike. That's that's not covered. Interestingly, so contraception is not covered, whereas termination of pregnancy is. So it's a bit of a, a um, anachronism. Contraception is covered for one type of contraception. Um, I do think there are plans, uh, Minister Connolly has, for younger women to introduce free contraception in the next budget. Um, but it needs to be, you know, the whole, I think the whole women health area needs to be looked at and funded properly. Yeah. And we did, this is, you know, oh, doctors looking for more money. If I get more money, I'll employ another nurse, I'll employ another GP, I'll be able to give patients more time. You know, it, it definitely goes back in. You know, so there's there's a funding and a capacity model. The funding will fix the capacity model. You know, we hear it every single day. Oh, it's not like it used to be. I could see my own doctor straight away. We, you know, mm. we that's what that's 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 what I that's what I like doing. Mm. Okay, we 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 struggle with you know sixteen people looking for one appointment, etc. Like that. Whereas if we can have more GPs, yeah. that GPs are, are are a cheap service. Okay, they're far, you know, they're waiting for our patients. You can see us quickly. We hope we bring a level of expertise to it. Um, and I think the more GPs there are, the more appointments people will have, the more mm. choice they'll have, mm. longer appointments they can have. You get a better skill mix. You might get to Again, see your own doctor the same day. There you go. And you go, you know, PJ, I don't think we can be experts at everything, you know. So even within this practice here, we'll have a female per- person. She probably tends to allow the contraceptive HRT work, you know. So I think the more that we can employ or become or attract GPs into the career, because I think it's one of the things that certainly works, certainly used to work, you know, uh, access to your GP. And a very, 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 very groundbreaking study is that people who have a regular GP are less likely to be hospitalised, need referrals, go to A&E and actually live longer. Something you said at the start, I wanted to come back to it. You're paid more as a doctor in your practice. You're paid more to terminate a pregnancy than you are to bring a woman through her pregnancy. Yeah, so I think the fee to terminate a pregnancy is economic. I think it's justifiable and I think it's fair. But it just shows you. So we get €242 is the total payment we get from pregnancy pregnancy confirmation to six-week check. Right, and how much? You know, do so you that's get, ten, you know, how, how much do you get for termination? Do four, you know? four hundred, four hundred and fifty euros. Wow. Wow. Eugene is just saying here. Can you imagine if our cars were still the nineteen seventies spec? We'd still be driving the original air type Beetle, Morris Minders, and Ford Escorts. How how can you run a medical card system under nineteen seventies rules? That's that's the understanding. That's how people get our understanding is. Yeah. And again, I think the HSC are, are, are open, uh, you know, the HSC people uh, get a lot of grief, but it's actually the Department of, uh, of Finance, I think, or the Department of Health. The HSC would, I think, love to be able to fund us for everything because then they're going to be under less pressure. So, and I think the HSC have introduced some fantastic stuff, but I do think it's time now for a, a root and branch, I think, look at, um, you know, part-time general practice contracts on coupling out of hours there's lots of things for you yeah. and again it's it is a little bit people can always you kind of won't miss it till it's gone and you can already sense people getting a little bit antsy about not seeing their gp not seeing their gp on the same day having to go to out of hours you know appointment a week's time 
we're drifting towards the NHS there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that's, for general practice, the best model to go to. Yeah. I was only chatting to a friend actually over the weekend who is uh, in, in Britain and uses the NHS and the days when you could actually get your own doctor the same way, the same day, long, long gone. Mm-hmm. Long, long gone. Mm-hmm. Which is a pity. I, I think you know. I, I think you know. The, the best thing about my job is the people. Is my is the patients. It really is. And you know, you know what makes them tick. You know, and you can kind of tell straight away if they're if there's something up. You know, and to be able to, to the luxury of spending thirty minutes with someone like PJ, you know, mental health has just certainly since COVID with the adolescents has sure. exploded. Sure. And and to to. to to, to shoehorn that into an emergency five-minute consultation, it, it, it's not fair on the patient, but it's also not fair on me, to be honest, because they're not getting the best of us, I think, you know. Yeah, yeah so, um, so someone coming to you, we often hear it here, or we all, always say it when you're when you're chatting, when we're chatting about mental health or depression or anything like that, we always say, ring this number, ring that number, or just call mm. your GP. And, and we do yeah. that with the best of intentions, but you're saying to me, the GP might have to shoehorn you in for five minutes because... <laughs> It does, just doesn't well, have the half an hour you might need. Yeah, well, it's that or nothing. And then you try and safety net and bring them back as soon as you can, you know. But it's, you know, sometimes, especially with rapport with younger people, you might only get one chance. And they, if it's a rushed five minutes, they'll say, I'll come back to him or her, you know. So it, it, it is important, I think, you know. And if we could, it keeps going back to PJ. The more GPs, it would be better for general practice, to be better for patients. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to be cheaper for the country overall. Okay, there'll be less people going to South Dock, less people going to A&E. Um, and there are plans, but again, we need to make it a kind of a, attractive at the moment. Um, and it, it's, it's no, getting... It's no wonder, harder. Mike, that people... It's no, and I was talking about it a few months back. It's no wonder there's a shortage of GPs with what you're telling me, to be quite honest. There's 20 to 25% of its GPs in the next four years due to retirement. Um so we have way more going out the back door than coming in the front door. Mm. Um, and I suppose, you know, the, the modern trend certainly is maybe to, to kind of, you know, less, you know, maybe more part-time work, etc. like that. Certainly there's a, a grow for heading off to Australia or down under for a few years. Some of them won't come back. Um, and this brain drain is a pity because we need, you know, these, we need these people to come back. Yeah. We need them to be the future. We need them to look after you and me and our dotage, PJ, you know. Yeah. Um, and because... It's it's a simple enough. Um, I always call it low technology with high expertise career, you know. Yeah, okay. And it's fantastic. And when it works, I think it works. You know, yeah. most people are fond enough of their own GP. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it's, but it's it's getting trickier and trickier. And like you said, thanks, Mike. Mike Thompson, uh, Doctor Mike Thompson, based in East Cork. All the talk about women's health, uh, and they can batter on all they on they want about women's health and their focus on women's health and how much they care about women's health, and and they can have conferences, whole conferences about women's health as they did recently. But then, contraception, menopause, bone health, mental health, but conce- contraception, menopause, bone health—three things particularly affecting women—not uh, actually covered at all under the GP medical card contract. So, as Mike says, who are they trying to kid? Courts 96 FM.